Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Optimal Startup Daily, episode 662, Unpaid Internships, Learning Opportunities or a Legal Form of Slavery, by Jen Hayes of jenhayes.me. And I'm Dan, I am your host here, and I'm with you every single day narrating from some great blogs on entrepreneurship, and I'm gonna keep this intro nice and short for you on this Sunday as we optimize your life. Unpaid Internships, Learning Opportunities or a Legal Form of Slavery by Jen Hayes of jenhayes.me. Recently, while perusing my Facebook newsfeed, I came across a post about how Mary-Kate and Ashley Olson's company, Dualstar, is being sued by former unpaid interns. Apparently, these interns work 55-hour work weeks and often perform menial tasks, such as fetching lattes and sorting buttons. My Facebook friend ranted about how these lazy, privileged millennials are giving Generation Y a bad reputation. It is so entitled to expect to be paid for work. Wait, what? Let's back up for a minute. The history of unpaid internships. When did unpaid internships begin? Unpaid internships started as a way for students to get hands-on experience outside of the classroom. The internship boom occurred in the 1970s and 1980s at a time when student loan debt was not yet out of control. When the recession hit in 2008, the frequency of unpaid internships skyrocketed. Companies who were struggling financially took advantage of free labor. Today, an estimated one-third to one-half of all internships in the U.S. are unpaid. Simultaneously, student loan debt has grown enormously, and the average college graduate finishes school with $40,000 of debt. Many of these unpaid internships are offered by struggling nonprofit organizations a slight contrast from the Olsen twins who are worth an estimated $300 million and I am sure cannot afford to pay their interns minimum wage. Over the past few years, the Department of Labor has cracked down on unpaid internships. A for-profit company is only allowed to use, I mean, hire, unpaid interns if the internship meets specific criteria. Some for-profits have stopped offering unpaid internships altogether for fear of a lawsuit. Should unpaid internships be illegal? Some say unpaid internships are a legal form of slavery and that we need to make all unpaid internships illegal. But this would actually hurt the same people we would be trying to help. If companies are forced to pay interns, many organizations will cut internship programs altogether. Unpaid internships do allow students and recent graduates to gain work experience, which helps them get a foot in the door. Often this experience isn't very useful. How much does someone learn from fetching a venti, sugar-free, non-fat, vanilla soy, double-shot, decaf, no-foam, extra-hot, peppermint, white chocolate mocha? 
but maybe after five unpaid internships, they'll land a paid internship and gain experience that's actually valuable. This is what I did. It took four unpaid HR internships before I finally landed a paid HR internship that paid less than the TA position I'd had during grad school. I find it troubling when people, particularly millennials, have the nerve to say that anyone who expects to be compensated for their work is entitled or privileged. Are millennials entitled if they expect to be compensated for internships? I find it troubling when people, particularly millennials, have the nerve to say that anyone who expects to be compensated for their work is entitled or privileged. The strange thing about this is that people who take unpaid internships are often more privileged than those who do not work for free. Someone who comes from a rich family that's willing to help pay for their rent and other bills while they work an unpaid internship can afford to be an intern. Students who grow up in poverty don't have this luxury. That doesn't mean that they're lazy. Maybe they work 80 hours a week in addition to school at a minimum wage job just to pay for their rent, tuition, and other expenses. Maybe they're worried about how they're going to find a job in their field if they don't work an unpaid internship. If this fear drives them to accept an internship even though they can't afford it, and then they complain about how they can't pay their bills, are they being privileged or entitled? After my first year of grad school, it was expected that I would complete an HR internship. I struggled to find one. I went on countless interviews for paid internships, but was always told that I didn't have enough experience to be paid minimum wage. I also struggled to find unpaid internships because I was considered overqualified, as someone working toward a master's degree at a competitive business school. Eventually, I was able to land two unpaid internships for the summer. I didn't work for pay at all during that summer. Why could I afford three months without pay while spending quite a bit on gas to commute to my internships? Shortly before I started grad school, I had a wonderful stroke of luck. My temporary HR assistant position that paid only slightly more than minimum wage had ended, and I landed a research assistant position in the engineering department. It paid three times as much as I had made as an HR assistant. I saved the majority of what I earned during the year because I lived with my parents and didn't have to worry about rent, and I lived off of that during the summer. I am not arrogant enough to presume that luck had nothing to do with this nor am I naive enough to believe that everyone will have the same opportunity I had. If that RA position hadn't opened up, I likely would have been stuck working an HR or office assistant position for $8 an hour, and then I would not have been able to afford working unpaid internships for three months. So what should we do about unpaid internships? Let's stop attacking each other and work together instead. When a millennial brings up a legitimate issue, let's stop assuming that he or she is entitled and start checking our own privilege. Instead of calling millennials lazy or going to the opposite extreme and insisting that unpaid internships be made illegal, let's work together to find ways to improve the usefulness of unpaid internships. You just listened to the post titled Unpaid Internships, Learning Opportunities or a Legal Form of Slavery by Jen Hayes of jenhayes.me. When it comes to hiring, don't go searching for the one. Just meet your match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree. Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. And one of the things I really love about Indeed is that it filters out those incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit 
to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash startup. So just go to indeed.com slash startup right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash startup. Terms and conditions apply. And big thanks to Jen Hayes, who, like you, wears many different hats. She is a wife, a pug mom, HR pro, blogger, yogi, and organizing junkie, just to name a few. She started her blog years ago as Frugal Millennial, a site dedicated to helping others manage their money. But her passion has now grown beyond personal finance. Her mission is to help you live a happier, more intentional, purpose-driven life. So check out jenhayes.me for more great posts like this one. But that's it for another edition of Optimal Startup Daily. I thank you for being here, and I'll be back again with you tomorrow for the Monday show, where your optimal life awaits.